Welcome to the Buy Box Bandits Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Buy Box Bandits Podcast. Today, the three lads I'm joined with, uh, either just, well, yesterday or whatever. The past past few days, they've been at the ASD trade show, which is a big, like, uh, Amazon seller, just e-commerce seller in general, wholesale trade show, basically. So we're going to give a little recap of that best practices, whether we think you guys should go to it next year or not. I was not in attendance. Um, these guys were. Thanks to our sponsor, SellerAmp, as well. Make sure you guys get a free trial of that linked in the description um, and everything like that. But we got Garrett as well guy howdy, 70, howdy. 75 episodes strong as well dylan garrett's brother uh repeat guest as well as well as ian another repeat guest um on this so we'll uh if you search if you look some of our other podcasts we'll see if we get them linked maybe linked in the description um the other episodes we've done with these guys kind of more in detail in their stories and stuff we're gonna get very tactical and uh dive deep into some wholesale strategies talking about the trade show the experience and all that um and everything but all right start off so i've never been Therefore, I will probably be the least contributive to this uh, conversation and everything. But walk us through just what exactly is ASD and why Why would you go? Why did you go? Why should other people go? What it was like? What you got out of it? All that. Ian, start us off. Uh, that was a lot of questions. All right. Why, why, why did you go? <laughs> yeah. What is why it? Go? What, the what? The who? The why? Oh, okay. Yeah. What is it? AS, I, I think they changed it, but I believe, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that what it stands for now is affordable shopping destination. Not Something that it I like couldn't that. even tell you. Necessarily yeah. Means yeah. Anything. It's, I think it's the biggest or one of the biggest like B2B trade shows. And definitely for like wholesale Amazon folks, I, it's, it's a pretty big event there might be some bigger ones but this is this is definitely a big one it happens twice per year both in vegas i think february or march and like august something well it happens like in more states they travel they do them in yeah all there was the states. florida one you went to right after i met you yeah but either yeah, way so right B2B, yeah so yeah. basically people are going there to meet potential wholesalers and wholesalers are there to meet you know people can buy from them right and, and uh you know stuff like that and everything so imagine like how big is it like I'm trying to think of like, you know, a convention hall with tons of booths, right? And dudes are going up, hey, you know, can I buy your stuff or whatever? Let me see the catalog, uh, all that. But yeah, all right. Duh, everything. <laughs> Garrett, get, or Dylan, you got the any anything else on in terms of, you know, what what all it is and everything? Yeah, so there was, I I, I want to say there was, a, there was three halls in Las Vegas Convention Center. They said it's like 4.6 million square feet of like space or something. So they, they used a few million square feet of this place. Um, and, and it was just filled with all sorts of vendors trying to sell things. And, and as, you know, prospective buyers, we were there to buy things, right? So kind of a match made in heaven, really. Um, they're going to, to sell, you're going to buy. And, and, and ultimately, um, you're there only to find the relationships that, that you want to make. Um, so there's a lot of stuff there that, that may not really directly apply to, to us as Amazon sellers. You know, there's like a whole like they called it like the the lifestyle section. It's like the sweet goods, you I knew know. You yeah, say the, that, yeah. <laughs> the all that kind of stuff. You know, that takes up a lot of their space there. But um, it's it's really good. I mean, you'll get vendors there from from and not only just obviously wholesalers, right? There's there's people that come set up booths for uh, prep centers. There's the software guys there. There's all sorts of stuff, and and there's great network. I get ooh great networking opportunities and, and all sorts of stuff there. It's really kind of an awesome spot. Yeah. And like yeah. tons of people we know on, on socials go to obviously, which I'm sure we'll get into. Yeah. And ultimately there's, there's three types of stands that you'll see, right? 
One is like the combination of closeouts and, liqu and liquidators, which essentially is, is the end of the supply chain, right? Think of Marshalls, think of TJ Maxx at a bigger scale, right? So it's there at the end of the supply chain, picking up loose ends of, of big brands, L'Oreal, like all sorts of beauty brands, stuff like that. That's one type of, of brand of stand that you'll see. The second one is, is brand direct, right? Brands putting on display their own products, looking for people to buy their products and distribute, right? That's the second one. That was really what Dylan and I were there to, to see, meet specific brands, buy directly from that brand and meet those types of relationships. The third form of Stan you'll see is, is distributions, right? So not necessarily closeout, not necessarily brand, but somewhere in the middle of supply chain, right? So they have multiple different brands, maybe multiple different categories, um, but do the same sorts of things, right? They have continuous stock, which, is, which was another one of Dylan and I's kind of key point to look for. Right, as we're looking for that replenishable continuous stock that we can continue to restock, right? Because that's kind of the name of the game. And one of the key foundational aspects of our business model is replenishable, restockable inventory, right? So the stands are those really three different foundational parts. And the key is kind of just getting to and establishing which one that stand falls in as quickly as possible, right? So you can either move on to the next one, dig deeper into that relationship and, and keep it moving. Right, because there's a lot of people there, right? So Dylan said there's there's hundreds of different stands. You want to get to as many as possible. The way to do that is to you know, cut to the chase, streamline that conversation. And if it's a skippable brand or a skippable stand, do so and move on. And what does the conversation look like? Let's say I have a, like a supplement brand or whatever. Do you know going in who you're talking to or are you cold approaching people? Or Well, like obviously not mutually exclusive. How does that work? So we've, we've kind of taken both approaches. The first time we went, we did, we probably over-prepared and over-researched, right? So we had, we went in with a list. We went in with a list and products within each of the brands and stands that we wanted to talk to, right? That was like the first one. And we've kind of evolved. The second one, we did no sort of preparation. And then this one, we came up with some sort of idea of who we wanted to talk to. But ultimately, like, you're not going to walk by a stand and just, if they look interesting, not talk to them, right? So we found that there's only so much preparation that kind of makes sense um, because at the end of the day, if you want to talk to them, you're there, you're going to talk to them regardless. Yeah. Ian, what did you do? Yeah. So this was our first one and I, I probably fell into the over-prepared just like you guys. Uh, so <laughs> oh, I, would, yeah. I spent the entire week before ASD literally line by line. So the nice thing is on the ASD website, yeah. they publish the list of vendors beforehand, right? And the tricky thing is if you start too early, some of them might register late. And I literally just went through top to bottom and looked at every single one and made a spreadsheet of uh, who I thought would be interesting to talk to along with where the booths were at, the contact information, whatever, whatever. That gave me like a list of like 120 vendors, which was a lot. And so I went I went through again and I like put them into a tier system. Uh, nice. Definitely over prep. Um, and then we did you go ahead. I was going to say, did you find that valuable though? If you were to do it again, I really would you do did. the same? I really did. Yeah. I would probably do it again. Um, it was a little overkill, but I felt it was like better, better, better more than less. Yeah. This time. Um, and it helped, like, I already had a lot of things organized because a lot of piece of it, a lot of it is on the back end after you have the conversations, the follow up and the follow through is probably going to be the thing that ultimately makes yeah, it. Yeah. Let's talk about that though. You posted the CRM on your story and it's sick. So yeah. that's the only it's example I've ever seen of someone. Do. I'm sure other people do, but it's the best example I've ever seen of it. 
it's super easy. Yeah. And, and so like what, what it looked like was additionally, I would say, um, we got help because we did the walkthrough beforehand with Eric and Sebastian of, of Amazon lit. And it, it more just kind of like affirmed what I was thinking and, and gave us some confidence. But even if you didn't do the prep, you can literally just with two days, you can just start on one end of the area you want to be, which is mostly probably That's general. Needed, yeah. Just, and just start zigging and zagging. Uh, and you start to c- kind of see what you're looking for, especially if you've done wholesale before, you know what good distributors look like and, we can get into this more later. It's interesting because we did the opposite approach to you guys. You guys focus more on the brand direct, whereas we're more on the distributor end. It's going to um, that. Yeah. So the conversations definitely probably looked a little, a little more different. And on the, dis- the distribution end, like it's pretty straightforward. They're, they're having a lot of the same conversation. Yeah. You just kind of got to be able to back yourself up, appear confident, you know, know what you got going on, know how to pitch a little bit, but it was, it was more straightforward than I thought it would be. I needed to like sell less than I thought I would need to. Now that, that might come on the back end here again, like this is going to be the crucial piece. Um, but yeah, that, that was it for us. And then, yeah, at the end of every day, I don't know if you guys did this. Do you, do you wait to follow up until now? Because I, I actually went at the end of each day, I emailed the people that I talked to to try to stay fresh. Um, and then I'll circle back now as we start to get back into things. But have you guys already contacted everyone or, or, or what did you do? Well, first We're of all, how many, how many, displays of dove soap did you see a lot i feel like it was like <laughs> yeah, 200 i feel a like lot. every uh, every booth had dove soap up there as the display um, but no I, I i think that um most of the people that we had talked to like by the end of the conversation we kind of got to that like you know you trade cards you do the whole thing right you, after you have all your conversations and then at the end you got to say bye right and it's like so do i reach out to you or do you reach out to me so a lot of the, um, a lot of, so we actually had like two, two note takers with us too, you know, <laughs> a big help. And um, so ultimately by the end of it, it was like, we had all contact information with us and it was like, um, you know, if, if we don't hear from you guys by next week, we'll reach out. You know, a lot of people are still, um, we got some lists like night of, or sometimes some people would like send them immediately as you sat there. Uh, but a lot of it, at least to me, was like, uh, oh, you know, we're going to be traveling for the rest of the week. I'll get you next week. So yeah, by next Thursday or something, if I don't start to hear anything back, especially on the ones I have, you know, higher hopes for, um, I'll, I'll like send that follow up email and be like, hey, you know, we did talk and, you know, you we owe each other some information sort of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Objection handling. Right. So you walk up to a stand, you know. And what's, what does it look like? You know, obviously, hello or, or whatever I work at. I'm from, I own, own or with XYZ company. And then is it, uh, let me see, I would love a catalog or can we set up an account or, you know, obviously, you know, it varies, but the general conversation, like, and then let's get in some common objections and such. I mean, the, <laughs> the main objection is, is going to be that they don't work with either any Amazon sellers or any other sellers to begin with. Either they have like a, a primary person they work with or, some of them actually have signs that say no Amazon or e-commerce retail, right? So that's predominantly going to be the single most common objection that you come up with, right? And, and either they're open to any sort of conversation or they're not, right? That's kind of the, the big thing that you have to, have to hurdle. And some of those are like, some of those can be overcome. I, I, have you guys ever like waited three? I've waited a year to open a, a big account before. And so like even these guys that might say no, and a common, another common object, objection is they're full. 
on the Amazon side, right? Which oh, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're never full. They might be full Karen's, on some noob who's going to spend a hundred bucks a right. month, but they're not full for 10,000 or 20,000. Yeah. Right. And like, that's always like, okay, no problem. I totally understand. Like I'll follow up with you in, in three, six months here. And just to keep the conversation going. And those really do pay off. Like it, oh, the, yeah. I think the, it the compounds properly. Yeah, yeah. The amount of people that really follow through over time is, is pretty small with anything. Well, that's the, yeah. The, the, the stands and booths that we walked up to where the dude was like, Oh, you're an Amazon seller. Here's a list. Here's the contact information. We'll send you a catalog tonight. Good to go. I mean, those are the ones where I was like, all right, well, I mean, there's likely not going to be any sort of opportunity there, right? Because think about how many other Amazon sellers walked up and were just granted all of that information. Just the keys to the castle were just right there, right? So yep. our favorite ones where it's like we walk up to them and the conversation kind of has to take a little pivots, right? Dylan had a really good one where he was talking to the guy for eight, 10 minutes. And at that point, that's when we were granted the catalog, right? Because then it's like, all right, well, how many Amazon sellers are going to walk up have the conversation, take all the turns that the conversation did. And ultimately after two, three, four little kind of hurdles in the road, that's when you kind of got the key. So that, those are the ones that are like, Dylan was talking about the ones that he was like excited about. Those are the ones that kind of get us going because it's not like we walk up, oh, Amazon, Amazon seller, love to see it. Here's all the stuff you need. I mean, that's that's the sort of opportunity where it's not as as, uh, as high on our list. Especially we, we actually had, guys. yeah. We actually had some people come up to us because, you know, we had uh, Polo's, you know, brand name. Yeah, yeah, the black ones, yeah. <laughs> so we actually had people come up to us because they're like, oh, you sell on Amazon. Do you want our, like, do you want to sell our stuff? And we're like, oof, probably not, to be honest. But, uh, but we'll take we'll take a look, though. We'll take a look. Absolutely, That's Best yeah. believe we're taking a look. Yeah, there's actually, um, there's one guy, um, the past, what I call it, I think three years, we've gone up. I've seen him at the same booth, the same time. He's a sock. He wasn't he there this socks. year. I know he, he folded it first. I know oh. that's what I was just about to say. Every single time he's like, I have, I have, a, I have one guy. I have a dedicated guy. I was like, all right, yeah, bet next time though, I'll get you. And then I went up the next year and he's like, no, 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 I still got the guy. And, and this year I was like, all right, fine. Next show, I'm going to find you. And this year he folded first. He didn't and show he gave up, and I did. Counter, he didn't show <laughs> no, up. No, no, no. He, he oh, just didn't show yeah. Up. <laughs> why would he even go? Well, I guess he was looking well, for other types of sellers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like other retail were, outlets. Dylan was kind of building up that story, like there was there was a light at the end of the tunnel, but there was yeah, no way. Facts, we did not. <laughs> no, there wasn't. <laughs> it was a it was a it was a it was a weird build up. It was like Dylan won by him not showing. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I, I won the a, argument. Yeah, he doesn't know it, but. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then so pivoting a little bit, Ian. Yeah. Um obviously the second best part is the reason why or Miles is gonna join us next year is the second piece, which is like the networking. So tell us about uh where you went Monday and kind of how was that? Yeah, and at the at the very like the very beginning, the the answer, the biggest answer as to why to go is a hundred percent the people. Um, yeah. for multiple reasons like one it's super fun to meet other sellers like I just met Garrett and Dylan for the first time in person like that's super fun um, meeting other sellers is super fun and then meeting the vendors I, I really do think you get a big leg up meeting them in person like it, it really does add an additional layer that is hard especially nowadays the way that everything's structured virtually over zoom or whatever having that having that face-to-face human-to-human contact really does add an additional layer 
that's going to make it a lot easier to open accounts that otherwise you might not have access to, or it might take you a long, long time, or you got to really push whatever it is. Um, yeah, Scott Needham of Buy Boxer and Smart Scout, most people know, yeah. uh, had a cool event on, on Monday where it was like a big thing to meet other sellers. Uh, Eric and Sebastian put on an event with some other um, the inner circle, like wholesale people. It was really cool. Meeting other people is definitely the best part. Definitely. How is your golf? Yeah. How is your golf swing now? The the most important question. Last I was looking hurt. Or no, Julian. Julian was looking. Julian I, I was listening. He was looking. Julian was that. looking some rough. <laughs> now it was fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, they even um, even ASD themselves put on like a um like a, a party. I guess they called it like um after the first day. I mean, it was awesome. There's a ton of people there um, just all talking and everything. There's some some really cool uh, people to talk to and, and things to see, you know. So how many days is it? Because I feel like last year there, you were there longer. Yeah, we Sunday were there that, longer. Sunday to Thursday. So was that five days? Um, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, this year, this year we flew in Friday, Friday night and left Monday night, which was like, I mean, obviously – completely dependent on the location right vegas is just like an exhausting place but um i don't know we we it was kind of like the per i mean granted everything seemed a little rushed this year maybe an extra yeah. half a day yeah whatever cool. one yeah one extra yeah, like one but, yeah i mean yeah. maybe if we got there earlier friday or something because the whole time jet lag thing kind of was annoying but i mean yeah i, I mean it was kind of the perfect storm with what we timed out you can definitely do the show itself in yeah. two days if you, yeah. if you put in, and that's probably the recommended thing, that's at least what Eric and Sebastian said, that's definitely what I felt as well. If you hit it hard Sunday and Monday, you can definitely get done what you need to get done those days. And then a couple days of, of fun time is probably enough too. Yeah, because if yeah. you're yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. even Because the workday ends around like what, four or five? I mean, the, a lot of the vendors and brands start leaving around like four-ish, right? So yeah. even still, you work from nine to four. You still have three, four, five hours at night to kind of do the Vegas stuff and longer and just kind than of run that. Back. Yeah, way longer than that. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, we were out late the first night, <laughs> but it was a good time. Yeah. Were yeah, there more yeah. people? More people there last year or this year? Because I know Romer this and year. Liz. Oh, good. Okay, cool. Yeah, I everyone's thought. going next year. Well, in in both respects, there was more stands. There was another hall full of stands more than yeah. last year. They mm -hmm. only used two halls last year. Um, and this year it, it just seemed like there was a lot more sellers. I Good. think people talked about it a lot more this year for sure, but yeah. Yeah, I know Lester, Julian, uh, you guys know Donald, you guys meet Donald. We met yeah, Donald. He's awesome. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was with them. I did not expect him to be there, but yeah, I, I've talked to him. He's a good guy. Um, who Julian else has a, um, Julian's brother was there. Yeah. Apparently. So yeah. He's, he's like a business partner. Julian's brother was pretty cool, cool. too. Cool. Yeah. Um. I know Salih was there. I'm. I'm. Who else? So, Salih is a tower, bro. I was Dude, telling you that earlier beast, today. Man. Yeah. Dude, a mil, a mil so in sales in high school. Yeah. That's the cool thing about meeting all these people in person, is right where you like you kind of develop your perception of what they'll look like. Yeah, we've talked about this before, person. and it's always different. Yeah, it's always different. Yeah. I yeah, I was expecting Sally to be like maybe five six five something, but he was like Jake's towering over yeah. me. Yeah, yeah that, that's like the same sort of reaction I had with uh, Jake. So, what? okay, the walkthrough you did with, with Eric and Sebastian, what is that like, you know, are they game planning? Like, how does that work? And or was it just like a tour or are they helping you game plan talking to vendors too? I'm just intrigued. Um, 
a little bit of both. Yeah, we mm -hmm. probably walk through like maybe I don't know a quarter of the the general merchandise hall, which is the biggest section. But probably eighty percent of everything that like wholesale Amazon people would spend their time in, and a little bit of the beauty as well. Um, it was really straightforward. Um, they 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 literally like pointed out a few that that they were like, hey, th these are interesting things. These are the these are the kinds of distributors you could, you should be yeah, looking for. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, uh, cool, cool. Walk through like a couple conversations with them. It was like if you if you went in totally blind, having no clue what to do, you you could have done the walkthrough with them and walked away being like, oh, okay, I know exactly what to do. It's but like at the same time, oh. And not do it you'd be fine not not doing it as well I, i'm i'm fans of those guys i like eric finch a lot it definitely has value but it's not like it's 100 percent necessary yeah. that you can you'd be fine without it. it's like an interesting see to see interesting thing to see because it's like everyone's like you know with one or two people just kind of doing their thing and then you see this just mob just walking through the aisle it's like yeah. eric and sebastian were in the front and then everyone else is just kind of following up behind and it's like oh you know what they're doing yeah we got Obviously, a lot of like a Eric is like a, like a, I mean, he stands out, right? So you, you know he's coming. <laughs> Electric. Oh, yeah, yeah. His energy is great, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's, I, I have to say the first time we went a few years ago, it was reasonably, especially like, I mean, a few years ago, we were like fresh into Amazon. We were like, oh, there's an opportunity there. We have to go. I have to say with no prompting, it was a bit intimidating. At oh, least I'm sure. The first oh, few. Yeah. Oh, just my gosh. Like, yeah. You walk up and, and you're like. I'm like a guy and I'm trying to buy your stuff. I want to buy a lot of it and I want you to, but only if it fits off. this specific pricing yeah. and this amount and like, and right yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> you got so many like specific criteria and everything. So it is kind of like weird. And, and especially the first time, like it, wholesale, obviously different than private label, also different than brand direct, even more different than, the brands that you could buy direct that aren't on Amazon yet. Right. So like the first ones for you, you walk up to and everything and, and you're talking to the people and you're like, Oh, like, is this product on Amazon? And they're like, Oh no, no, no. And they're like, Oh, like you can sell it on Amazon though. And you're like, Oh sick. You're thinking you're going to get some like, magical exclusive deal, but it's like, man, that that's a lot of work when like the rest of the booths on this row already have their products listed you just have to negotiate like 10% off to make it profitable. You know, it's like a, it's like a definitely a different game between like all the different types of people there. Yeah. We, we, de we definitely shied away from, cause like we had, so like even with the beauty, right. We had Kate and Alyssa with us and we're, we're kind of like using them for feedback. We are walking by stands and like, Oh, do you recognize that brand? And yeah. If they, if, if they gave us a thumbs up, we go talk to them and they're like, ah, nah, we haven't heard of them. And then we keep moving. And that's kind of how the, the beauty Section yeah. went. Yeah. What like, uh, what um, categories mainly was it types uh in terms of the ones you talk to and just in general outside of like we know the weed people and then like sounds like beauty yeah. and then like general merchandise is that mainly clothing, uh consumables, tools? Well, a ton of goods? like Dylan already said, a ton of consumables, like dove soap, a lot of like all like the bath products. Um, that was yeah, really which makes from, sense. Like, a, yeah, uh, from like a, a demand a, perspective. So that oh, was no. like a lot of the distributors had that stuff, right? But there's some like tools, uh, tool brands and uh, stands, um, some automotive stuff, a lot of toys, really just every single category you can imagine. Did you see Jameson? That's it. So that was my next part. The interesting thing is, right, there's people that 
approach this whole ASD from a completely different perspective. And right, so we were talking to Jameson at the opening night party and he goes there looking to spend like a ton, like in, you know, Jerry the Jerry. Oh, oh yeah, I, I should have thought of him. Yeah, him too. Yeah. So they, they go in tag teamed specifically looking for toy closeouts and they want to buy all of a certain yeah yep i remember jerry talking about that yeah looking to spend tens and tens of thousands that day on toys that they can just buy out the stock right which is a completely the opposite end of the spectrum that people do that successfully and there's other people um those are the two that came to mind jameson and jerry and jerry who else did you see am i missing anyone have we not mentioned him yet justin yeah, Justin. 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 Oh, oh, I was gonna say, I, I mean, I, I, know lots, I do, do know lots of Justin's. Yeah, I don't remember um, his last name. Yeah, a lot of them that, and they're all probably listening, so I feel bad that I'm not gonna be able to name them. Well, it was but, cool um, seeing they, people post, like, I'll be at XYZ, like, I'll be in this hall yeah. this time. Like, we got, I'm, I'm excited to do that next year, definitely. I'm on yeah, that, we but yeah, I like uh a solid 10 to 15 other sellers yeah because i know jameson they've been going for like five years or something that's another really good podcast episode we did too oh you know who else was there is carter was there carter and nathan gardner oh he just followed me he just followed me back on the ground yeah i i hit his dms to come on Uh, obviously carter does nathan nathan we'll see if we can get him on yeah it could be a tough get, depending on how hard it, it, it was to get the follow back. Um, that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's see. Um, on that, but cool. Okay, so yeah, that, that's neat. Um, on everything, and then uh, okay, so like, how deep did you get into a conversation, and how do you bring up the Amazon side of things? Because I know that's a big objection for a lot of people. So we, we have to bring it up after that. <laughs> oh true true yeah that's yeah, a good point. we we can't we couldn't run from it if we wanted to so yeah for us it's like uh it, it's it's kind of probably a double-edged thing um it's better than wasting 15 minutes to find out that you don't sell on amazon that they won't sell you know like we're not trying to hide it yeah that's well true we which live, is good you know yeah i think that actually probably does work better in the long term because it it simplifies things yeah but, but we're, i mean way, we're that's labeled. typically how we led into the conversations Oh, like, hey, we sell on Amazon. Can we? Wait, what is it like? Is it hello or is it hello? And then it's like, hello, um, me from XYZ. I'd like to buy your stuff or like, what is? Oh, I mean, I, I, okay, yeah, all right, I role mean, play, yeah. role play. Garrett's the brand <laughs> and Dylan, you're approaching him. There, I mean, there was a few guys that had sick Jordans on. So it's, it's like, wow, those are nice. Like, <laughs> okay, so he likes your shoes. Yeah, I mean, no, no there's just like, it's just like a play-by-play sort of thing. You walk <laughs> up, and sure. I mean, it's it's whatever whatever happens happens, I guess. Mm-hmm. But the uh, Dylan's not about that. Dylan's not about the role play life. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> if you could go back in time a week and do it differently, what do you do differently, if anything? Um, um I don't think. I mean, like I was saying, I don't necessarily think that there is too much added value by doing the extra preparation. I think a general idea going into it was cool, but um, I don't. I think we got. Uh, like a reasonable amount, amount like out 10 of it and, or 20 or five you know i, I uh, would say that 10. in the past um like ian was talking about having done a bunch of research pre- previous years i had actually applied to a lot of the places first because i knew who they were and like uh, everything yeah. so okay. i actually even opened the account with them before we got there 
So then once I got there, right, I already knew like the rep's name that I was going to yeah, be working with. Yeah, that's the biggest that thing. Kind of yeah, it's the face-to-face, right? Because you were talking about, you know, uh, being everything, you know, Zoom-based um, and yeah. everything. Just like online business in general, there's a big element to that. And, you know, they like see you're a real person. They put a face. It yeah. shows that you're serious if you're there. Yeah, there's there's one that I had applied to, um, like uh, not not this time. This was two years ago or whatever, but. Um, I had applied to them previous. They had accepted the thing. And then it was like the morning we were like getting ready to go. And my phone started ringing and it was one of the people. And they were like, Hey, are you going to come stop by our booth later? You bet. I was, yes, like, sir. I was like, yeah. And, and now I'm certainly going to, you know, like I already had them on a list to like go see, cause we had opened the account, but I was like, Oh, oh for sure. I will now be at you, you know? And we went and we go chat with them and everything. And it's, it's a lot it's a lot cooler of a conversation when you already have an account with them. You're saying, Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to buy. And, and then, you know, if you have any issues setting things up or, you know, anything like that, um, they can always help you out with that. Some people will get a discount code or something just throw off the rip. I mean, there was one product we had bought a while ago. Um, they had, they had called it like show only pricing. So like we got to carry that discount. Oh, I'm the sure there's a lot of that. Even if it's, yeah, even if it's not explicitly stated. Okay. The perfect uh, brand or distributor. Um, do they say yes immediately? Do they have a good website, a bad website? Do they have a catalog? Do they show the ASINs on the cat? Like what's the ideal situation for someone looking to get, even just wholesale in general, like looking at websites or hitting people up. So for Amazing. me, Oh, sorry, go ahead, Dylan. Go ahead. Yeah, no, like you everything first, you outside of qual. Obviously, you want profitable stuff, but the the non stuff that's like the products. It's like, is their website good? Do they pick up the phone? Do you email them? Do you call that? Like, how does that work? Are you, are you talking before or at the show? Uh, in general, but yeah, uh, let's say at the show. Like, do they give you a PDF of the product, or like, is it like we'll take your details down and get you an account on all that? Uh, go ahead. The, well, the best bet must have been a good the question. Best bet is for the, um, <laughs> the best bet is so like the ones that offered a, had their products on a website are immediately a no. It's like you're looking. Yeah, for, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You're looking for like a sales rep contact who is going to send you an uh, an Excel file of the UPCs, and that because you'll see you'll get you'll get people who will give you a catalog in their hand like this is all we got, which obviously isn't ideal. You'll get people where they look, give you a QR code that says all our products are here, which isn't necessarily what you're looking for, right? You're looking for to get set up with a sales rep who you can conversate with, negotiate pricing. Um, yeah, because if, if it's if they easy, have any sort of yeah, if it's easy to find, then it, you're not going to be able to price competitively, most likely, because if they have it that easily available, their distribution, I'd assume, is mostly retail people like brick and mortar where they don't have to be price compared. Like there's no price comparison when it's listed. I don't know. Kind of some I mean, ultimately, brain ultimately stuff. it's the same thing that we talk about in every other episode, right? We're looking for products with moats, right? We're looking for complexity. Yeah. Right. If you go to Walmart and you search toys, you're not going to find anything. We need to be using discount codes and doing all sorts of comp, you know, looking into variations. So it's the same sort of thing with wholesale, right? Like we talked about before, if you go to go up to a stand, and they offer you everything you need off the bat. Well, that's essentially the equivalent of just sourcing Walmart for toys, right? It's the immediately, like the immediate return, which is not going to yield typically as much as something you have to work a bit for, whether you have to, you know, talk with the sales rep and, and get that, um, the catalog and negotiate that pricing or spend more money. 
right? Which isn't something that most people are going to be willing to do, right? So we like a lot of the ones that have, you know, that built-in quantity discount. The quality, like you spend ten thousand, you get this amount of discounts. Those are the ones that are going to hit better. Uh huh. And what was the biggest brand direct you saw there? Just period. Like anyone, like bit any gigantic brands. It's different because distributors uh, obviously are going to carry big brands, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, thinking on that, I, I would just add a couple of things. Like one thing, a really big one is location. Like if you, yes. there's a yeah. ton of like, I think all of us are located more East coast, us Midwest, but we, we access more East coast. There's a ton of, of LA guys out there. And like that stuff with shipping is like, you're going to waste a lot of your time unless you get a prep center set up. Out or there. if they do it huge. direct, which is probably a bad sign if they know how to. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's, yeah, that's a really good point. Well, yeah. The location piece is huge. Also something else that, that might be worth looking into for people is we were asking a lot about like, if you, if you offer closeout stuff, but the replenishability is, is obviously difficult, but even the ones that keep consistent inventory, I think it's always worth asking if they're able to, if they have good enough relationships with the brands, if you can essentially work that into kind of a brand. Yeah, I've heard that through. too. And that's a great, I've heard that really has been successful for some people. Yeah. Well, there was, there was one person that we were talking to that works, that has authorized distribution rights for several different like toy tool brands. And he was like, if you give me SKUs or UPCs or anything that you're interested in, I can then take that and go to the brand and essentially middleman the, 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 um, the, the transaction, which ultimately is, is a, a little, again, something a little different than typically what, you know, the initial sort of return, but that's the sort of stuff that is cool, right? Because then we can do our research on the back end, come up with some UPCs that we'd be interested in, essentially name our price and put the ball in their hands, right? And then it's like, well, how many do you need me to get in order to get that pricing? And again, that's just something that approaches it a tad bit different. But again, those are the sorts of opportunities that are going to pay off in the long run. But yeah, the location piece is important. That's something that we harped on a bunch. Right. There was like there was a ton of L.A. distributors there. Yeah, Ian, I don't know if you had noticed it yourself, but there was a few times where the people were like, oh, yeah, we shipped to L.A. and and then like we continued the conversation and then they were like, Oh yeah, but we also have distribution in Philly. And well, like, yeah, that's what I, that's what I was just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> like how so that's like one of the first questions is like, do you guys, yeah. I, that's how we would start. If I see on the sign or everyone has the location on the badge. Right. So the, yeah. like some of the starting interactions are always kind of funny. Cause like you go, go to shake hands and both of you just immediately look to the badge to see yeah. like what's up. And, and then you come back to make eye contact. But like, if we, if we would see California, the first question I would ask is like, do you guys ship out of anywhere else in the States? And sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Yeah. Your, sometimes your, the location uh, was deceiving though, right? Because yes. there was a couple of times where they had like a Nevada or, or some random state and their distribution nowhere near that state. So not, was your mom there? Or was it solo mission? My mom and my sister were both there. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And for anyone, yeah, contact. Yeah. So yeah, Ian works with basically the rest of the family. Which pretty cool. You got to go listen to that the awesome. first episode we did with him. So what was that? Were you a uh, tag team in booths or or like? Yeah, uh, and this is something that I I didn't I did didn't add in at the beginning. What the prep piece was, and, and Dylan hit it. Um, but everyone like making that big list. Like I got all the contacts available. And, we had we had one of our VAs go through and even try to dig into the websites or look do some additional research to get all the contact information for everyone. 
So I, I did like, I don't know, kind of like email marketing before as well to try to give them a pitch of like, you know, family business kind of thing. Another thing that we put in the template that we sent everyone was kind of um, a lot of wholesale guys, especially if you're new, like there's a lot of emailing back and forth for like minimum order quantity type orders, $500, $1,000. Like I made it clear that we're not looking for that. Like we're more established and looking for, for bigger accounts. Like, so hopefully they know we're not trying to like waste their time. And then, yeah. So after like the email was hopefully to establish a little bit of like expect us. A lot of the times we got already like the rep's name before we go. So I'd walk up and be like, Oh, Hey, Hey Bill, I'm, I'm Ian. We exchanged emails beforehand, whatever, whatever. And, and then, yeah, my mom, my sister, we did every single, every single booth together, the whole, the whole team. So it was always like the family element to it, which I, I think it, it's an easier thing to remember. Uh, it's less yeah. common for sure. And then with the email follow-up again, it was like our, our whole family was so excited to meet you kind of a thing. And yeah, it, it, I think it helped a lot. Well, that's the thing. You're looking for any sort of way to be memorable or to separate yourself. Or to have it just stand out in any sort of capacity. The polos, right? the polos. That's why we have like the polos and the matching coats yeah. and everything. Like any sort of thing we can do to just stand out that much, right? Because like we talked about, there's hundreds of other, maybe hundreds of other Amazon sellers that are having the same sorts of conversations, right? So in order to not, I mean, anything you can do to sort of not just blend in with the rest of the people there is just going to benefit you in the long run. Sweet. Yeah, and and for anybody who's listening that showed up without business cards, don't do that again. <laughs> oh, really? The business cards? Yeah. Boom, gone. Oh, boom. yeah. I mean, at least to me, every single person, you, you, they would hand you their card, right? But then it's like, oh, do you have a card also? Like, I, I don't know how many times they asked us. And um, you have them, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, whether we, we whether that made... whether that card goes to actual use or not has a different story. Yeah, like because ultimately it, we. Get, yeah, I mean, we get their card regardless. Yeah. So whether they are whether whether they use that card or not, I mean, we're gonna follow up to begin with. And like, get, it's cheap get enough. decent ones. Like, don't don't go cheap yeah. on the cards. Like, just what Garrett was saying. Like, you gotta try to find a way to stand out. Not having a nice business card would would have been a red flag for sure. Like, it's such an easy thing to do. And it, it funny enough, I thought business cards were like dead. You know, I yeah I, I yeah. Anyone you, I just made them just for this. I I never had yeah. them before. But it's absolutely the medium of exchange. Like that is the common way to yeah. end every transaction is to just exchange business cards. Did you run into anyone that had like the electronic ones that either like give you gave you a QR code to scan or like had it on their phone and you tap? Oh no, yeah. no, I don't Those mess with that. Cool, no, yeah. I don't mess with that. See what we did? We put QR codes on uh, on the business card, which I saw many other people do as well. Like after all the information, I guess, actually I still have them right here. So ours just look like like it's just there in the corner, you know. Oh man, that's hard. Cool, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where'd you where'd you get them done by? We just did Vistaprint. I knew you were gonna say yes. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I knew I, they, they they hook it up on that. Yeah, yeah, they're solid. We've used Vistaprint. Oh, speaking of that, Garrett, when we link next week for Billy's soccer game, I need the merch. Speaking of speaking of merch and and such. You oh still, yeah, I yeah. I still got the whole box. It's right there. All right. Uh, two people that uh that DM all out Amazon and Instagram from this episode will get merch. <laughs> Complimentary ship to them by me once I have the merch September <laughs> September third. People have asked me to ship it and it just doesn't happen. Well, did you ship the giveaway ones at least? Yeah, yeah, we did. We oh, haven't good. Done that was in like February. Time. Yeah, that was yeah that was a minute ago. Yeah, that but, was back uh, when Daniel was part of the host squad. 
I, I don't need to go. <laughs> he was there. Uh, he was there. You weren't even there yesterday's episode. Um, Facts. Yeah, you're in that. You, yeah, you guys did it early, early. Okay, how how much do we think? How many less people would go? The whole population of the show would have ten thousand, whatever it is, if it wasn't in Vegas. Well, like, what do we think? What population drops off? on it it isn't in vegas it's like the top the, the bottom 10 percent of sellers and the bottom five percent of distributors or something yeah right <laughs> are you talking about the attend like the attendees perspective both yeah oh i, I mean, bet a bigger were, part of the distributors one. really you think of it really yeah because those yeah, guys I are think... all working for the for the companies you know it's like oh they're just going yeah. oh yeah true true yeah. yeah i agree yeah, they're, they're going there for the party, party. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, on the company dime too. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, they so they yeah, how many contacts? How many quality contacts? Because I saw you had sixty-five or sixty-seven Ian on the CRM, something like that. Yeah, and I, like some of that was already in there before. Don't, don't oh, me, oh, okay. So are we like twenty or like twenty-seven? Realistic, like accounts that I would hope to do business with, like big ones, big ones. I think like four or five cool and then maybe some additional smaller ones i would hope like five to ten realistically yeah we're definitely less than ten this is like the stack of cards it's like like out of out of a hundred interactions or something probably i expect like 10 to 15 to to really lead to something and then how does that work for normal wholesale outbound uh for you guys cold email cold call whatever what's like the 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 funnel down the line statistically if one exists or if you guys have Whoa. no like probably like one one percent purchase rate or so it only takes one to change your life well oh no don't get me wrong yeah exactly like if you that yeah. can be really significant if done right for context yeah like I, in my entire pipeline i have like 215 or something distributors in there uh, we regularly do business with like seven big accounts. Oh, which so is great. That shows like you, know? you can do really great numbers with just a couple like that. That really hit. I would actually expect right. it to be a little less like seven. I was expecting it to be high. Yeah. As in like four or something. Well, either way, I would yeah, just get, yeah. get contact, con- get a context on it um, like that. But cool. I think uh, anything else, Gary, we should touch on. I have a question actually for you guys. Sure. Uh, how, how do you feel like after attending it a few times, like, do you feel like the, in terms of purely business, right? Like the, the people piece will always remain a really beneficial thing, but in terms of like the, and maybe you won't know the answer really for another month or so, but do you feel like the impact to your business has been marginalized revisiting the show multiple times? Or do you feel like it's, there's new vendors, there's new distributors, there's new, new brands, uh, enough for it to just continue to have the same impact? Well, I think the I big would... thing is before COVID and after COVID. Like the, okay. the previous couple ones that we went to were all either during COVID or like just like after COVID. This is, I think, kind of the one. And the show is just based on the amount of people that were there. I mean, there was a, a full hall more of people of, of different brands, right? And so the next one will kind of be like a, a determining like if, if the, this amount is norm or it kind of goes back to what it was. But there was like a ton more people here. And I think we left with a lot like, a good bit more of, of potential accounts. And I saw, I saw some repeats, but there weren't as many, like some of the really, really big ones, um, like a UPD sort of thing, or, you know, people on that sort of scale, like where they took up essentially the whole aisle. Right. Cause <laughs> the booths are like, the booths are 
they're different sizes vials. Like it, it sounds silly, but like you could walk down like one of these aisles that would normally house like 10 different booths and it would be one thing. Some people had full offices set up with printers and fax machines and desk chairs and all this stuff in the back. You could see they, those guys were running. I don't know what they were trying to do back there, but they looked like they were ready to launch a rocket ship or something. They had every piece of technology you would expect, like just lined up back there. So, and they would have like 10, 15, like salespeople. They had like carts for their laptops. They could wheel around. Like there were some people <laughs> that took up massive. Seasoned, yeah. Yeah. Huge spots. And so those are guys that are like the repeats, right? They're there every year. But a lot of the people that like, I'm pretty excited about there. There's, I would say there's like five to six, uh, people that I'm like really excited to get back in contact with this week. And those are people that I, I never saw last time uh, or, or just weren't there or, 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 you know, whatever. And uh, yeah, I mean, those, those to me, like there's diminishing returns probably year after year, but I, I would say that there's at least two to three that you could really get excited about each year. Yeah, like and the people, you know. the people parts. Huge. Yeah, even still. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, and it's like, especially just... moving forward as the audience, like personal brand, you know, all that grows. Oh, yeah. even even just like a, a paid for tax write-off vacation. Like, I mean, it's a good time regardless, just based on the people that were there. But um, before we wrap up, Ian, one last question for you. What was your favorite restaurant that you ate at? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't go anywhere wild, to be honest with you guys. I, w- I, I wish yeah. I had a better answer no. for this. So we didn't we didn't go anywhere. Either, yeah. Like what, what sort of places did you eat at? I went to I went to Crush at at MGM Grand the first night there with oh. Eric and Sebastian. Was it good? Yeah. It was solid. Yeah. It, well, it was no, solid. no, you know, because there's diminishing returns the nicer a restaurant is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. like so, the really gonna... good food. It's like really bad looking restaurant, and then. And then it's like really not or no, it's it's oh, like I'm about to cop yeah. out. I got a cop out. I just I just thought of a cop out. I had <laughs> actually out. never I had never eaten in and out oh, before. Yeah, there I we knew go. It. yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Did you, All right, did you get a good. did you get a daiquiri? A daiquiri. That's yeah, Garrett's like go-to. Get that Garrett, you can't let Garrett have too many of those. <laughs> not like Garrett have too many of those. No, I was having D Betty's. Yeah, correct. Yes, sir. <laughs> cool. Well, after all, all uh, well, looking time, forward for yeah, some of those in person together next year, gents. On that, so uh, all at Amazon, all at Amazon. Ian K L O T Z, Ian K L O T Z, and Klotz. Go follow him. I hope I spelled that right. I think I did. On that, go get a free trial seller amp link in the description. Mobile app, web app, uh, Chrome extension. Go try it out for free. Seventeen bucks a month after that and everything. So have a great night. Thank you guys for listening as well and hope you join us next year at ASD 2023.